0: Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmontz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: It is Matt Mosley. It's the Matt Mosley Show. Taking you all the way to 6 o'clock today. And uh, Aaron Sexton is alongside. Aaron's uh, peppy today. Excited. Getting excited for the Big 12 championship game. It's headed this uh, way. And, uh, man, it's fun. Uh, I'm I'm now reading as we get ready to start today. I always love breaking news. And uh, we've got... We got people meeting in our, you know, right there in the Metroplex, not far away from us, talking about the future of the uh, playoff. Okay, is it going to expand? When are they going to expand it? How quickly can it happen? Uh, Greg Sankey just quoted saying, I came here ready to make a decision, but I understand more work is needed. You think, Greg, you think? I mean, your little secret deal with the Aggies and the Longhorns caused all this stuff to go on the back burner. Okay, so let's not, let's not act like, hey, I was ready and these people were not ready. <laughs> Greg? I mean, my gosh. You know, Aaron, I think I've told the story before on here. And hello to everybody today. We love our, golly, our, uh, our sponsors are so great. Aaron, uh, Central National Bank, they've just continued, just re upped as our presenting sponsor because it's what they do. Uh, I will say right now, a couple of sponsors vying for a spot. On the Mosley Show. And that's kind of fun. That's kind of fun when people want to, uh, Aaron, be on with us. So, doors open. You want to reach out. Um, Aaron, should I just tell them the uh, text line? <laughs> Actually, you could just tweet at me. At Matt Mosley. Or uh, you can uh, always text us. But uh, we uh, we love our partners. Love Common Grounds. Uh, appreciate Common Grounds. Common Grounds, take a little break. You know why, Aaron? Because there's kids are all going home for the holidays. But they'll come back. People love coffee, and they never stop drinking coffee. We appreciate all our partners. Central National Bank has been through us, with us, through thick and thin. Appreciate the heck out of them. And then several of our sponsors, Aaron, will be part of our pregame show. All right. Uh, Office of Baylor Alumni. Uh, We'll be be broadcasting hours before kickoff right up there at – at uh, AT AT&T Stadium. That'll be exciting. Aaron, the tough part for me on a Big 12 title game is two years ago, I just went as a fan, okay, and I just, you know, got my green and gold on. I mean, I know Tom hates this. Oh, Mosley, pretend pretend you're a journalist. Well, I am. I'm a longtime award-winning journalist, but I've never hidden my love for the Bears, okay? I'm fourth generation. My parents met and married there. My great-grandparents went there, so – I don't I don't hide that. But I believe on Saturday, Aaron, I'm going to put my grizzled veteran journalist hat on <laughs> and cover it from the press box. Now, I've got buddies coming in from everywhere, so of course I'll descend from the the um, the rooftop at some point, go see everybody and go say hi to to various friends around the stadium. But this going to be this going to be a fun time. Aaron, good news is and um Baylor has put this out, so uh, I'm not uh, breaking any news here. But uh, the full allotment of Baylor tickets through Baylor is gone. All right, the Bears we collected all that now. Seat Geek and all the secondary market type places—that's all available. Like I, I would say, call Barfield. Like if you're like really needing tickets, just get a hold of Tom. Tom's probably got a couple. You know, guy guy has tickets. Wouldn't that be something, Eric? Can you imagine? If we gave away tickets to the Big Twelve, I, I don't know. I don't even know if that's possible. But um, and then tweet at Aaron if you want tickets. I think Aaron probably has some tickets. Is that cool, Aaron? If
2: I had tickets, uh, folks, I, I'd already be in. I'd already be at my sister's waiting on the game Saturday.
1: You got a sister near Arlington, near uh, in the Metroplex?
2: Yeah, I have twin sisters. They both live in the Metroplex. So
1: good, good. All right, I'll see what I can do, Aaron, uh, because my usual allotment. Uh, we're, my crew's kind of up in the air. They don't know if they're going to watch it at home, whatever. But Aaron, if, the, if there's one floating around, I will make sure it ends up in your hands. Only problem is Aaron, you might remember you do work in radio and are probably, uh, depended on to run that game. <laughs> yeah, no, the I'll mothership. be,
2: I'll be here from 6 30 AM to about 6 PM that day running, running oh, the game, man. which, you know, Hey, yeah. there, are, i I've, I love my job, so it's no big deal. I would like to see the game in person, but if if there's a second choice, it would be here working and listening to John call it and watching it on TV. So I'm happy either way.
1: The guy calling the game on TV, of course, you hear John every day at 3 o'clock right before we come on, Uh, Sean McDonough. Uh, Sean McDonough, is uh, his father, Will McDonough, was the famous uh, Boston Globe columnist and also started to do some TV work later in life. Uh, I, I kind of remember him as perhaps um, having stories on the uh, on the Patriots. Uh, the one story I always love about Will McDonough, I think it's him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is him. I think some player, um, like, accosted him one time. I want to say it was a New England player, uh, and, and Aaron, and, and said something to him or popped off or whatever. And the, the story I've always heard is Will McDonough, like old school journalist, just decked him. Just decked him in the in the locker room. <laughs> I don't even know if it happened, but as journalists, as reporters, <laughs> we love that story. Um, and uh, his son Sean McDonough is one of my favorite broadcasters. He was he was on Monday Night Football. He'll be doing the Baylor game, and then uh, uh, he will be on with us Friday. Um, I try, Aaron. I was on the phone with the one of the uh, the founding members and owner of our radio station earlier today, and I just thought, man, I bet he'll find that actually Aaron I got the same reaction from you today but anyway I was talking to the owner of the radio station and I said I said yeah I've got the uh, I've got the TV the guy doing the play-by-play he's on with me Friday there's a pause I said uh, I said you know uh, uh, McDonough you know uh, Sean McDonough and there's a little bit of a pause, and he goes, how's your com- How's your Comrex box doing? <laughs> all he ever cares about is, like, how my equipment is. Hey, he's like, making sure good. that
2: everything is good on the air. I, I respect that. It's good. That. It's good. But, you know, in I my like defense, it. all you said was, I, we've got McDonough on Friday. And I said, Will? Oh. Because I didn't know Sean was doing the game, and I grew up okay. reading Will McDonough. He was one of my favorite columnists. So,
1: All right, all right. I'll give you that. <laughs> but Sean McDonough is great. And uh, – and it's really cool. We had Stoops on when Fox was here, and now we'll have the lead ESPN. You say Mosley, how do you get these people? Does anybody wonder that? I don't know if they ask themselves that or not. But if you're if you're wondering, um, Bill Hoffheimer is my secret. Uh, my I'll let the secret out of the bag because he's a great friend. Uh, when I was at ESPN.com, the head uh, Monday Night Football and NFL PR man at ESPN became a great friend of mine, and so to this day. Aaron, I'll just say, hey, I need so-and-so, or we need help with RG3, or we need this or that. And he's just like, boom, 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 boom. He just makes it happen. So, Sean McDonough, he said, what time do you need him? What time do you need him Friday? I said, well, 4.20. Why don't we say 4.20? And he said, done. So, I think that's pretty cool. Um, now, what do we have on the program today? Well, the voice of the Rangers, the great one himself, Eric Nadell joins us at um he joins us at five o'clock and we are going to have elliot coffee here in about uh, 10 minutes elliot coffee former safety for the bears really fine player i loved watching elliot play and then he's become part of the baylor the whole learfield img broadcast team he does post game elliot's really a good analyst and um I mean, Elliot. I think has other gigs too, but I really think uh, Elliot's good in the media. If he wanted to devote his life to that, he. I think he's smart enough not to do that. But uh, Elliot is. Uh, I and I like his Twitter. He's always been known as Young Cuff. Young Cuff at. Um, and, and if you want to follow him on Twitter, he's a good Twitter follow. That's at Young Cuff at. Uh, the at sign, like, uh, when you're doing an email, what do you call that thing? A- ampersand, whatever. The at sign, and then Y-U-N-G, and then C-U-F-F. All right? Is that right? Let me just look at, look look at this thing real quick. Um, no, Young Cough. For some reason, I always thought he called himself Young Cough. Okay, at Y-U-N-G-C-O-F-F. All right? That's the Twitter handle. For Elliot Coffee and um, Aaron, check out when you when you look up Elliot. I don't even know if we have one of our beautiful graphics for him, but there's a lot of good photos out there of Elliot. Um, look at the thing he put up about Brian Kelly getting the LSU job. I don't know if you saw that, but it it said the uh, Twitter and he's got it pinned now because he knows he hit he hit it on the nail. He had a this thing went viral, as they say. It, he, he put a tweet out that said, Brian Kelly eating Mama's gumbo at a recruits' house south of I-10. And, and it's a picture of a guy It looks like Idris Elba, the actor, trying to eat some gumbo. <laughs> and, like, getting all choked up and struggling with it. This, this tweet now, Aaron, has 55,000 likes. You think that one went over pretty well? Not bad. Yeah, 55,000 likes. All right, so we'll get Elliot's take on things. That's coming up in about eight minutes. Now, um, lots going on. Uh, Aaron, th- there's more and more going on in the world of sports. This Brian Kelly thing has become official. Uh, the Rangers today have made those signings official. And uh, uh, Corey Seeger at shortstop. And, of course, uh, over at uh, uh, Marcus uh, Simeon, over at second base. And that's a lot of millions. I mean, that that's – they they've already spent a half billion dollars in this free agency. And then they were also able to, to bring in Cole Calhoun. Aaron, there's also a pitcher. You know, I – I was almost, the other day I saw that picture and I thought, oh, whatever, this guy seems okay. I mean, you know, not, not bad, but, but I was just kind of like, you know, it's a good little little thing that they signed. And then boom, boom, they, they, the lightning strikes twice with Simeon and Seeger. I mean, I Aaron, they say that the the season tickets and seat passes and what all they were talking to us about yesterday with Richard Justice are doing great anyway. Can you imagine? I mean, Rangers fans are great fans because they go out there even when they're horrible. Now, I would say the new ballpark has a lot to do with that. But Aaron, I, I think what happened here is I think the I think management everybody woke up and said, you know what, we're going to need more than a great ballpark to get folks out here. And uh, now they have the makings of something. I'm not saying they're going to be they're going to the playoffs but they are relevant again because of this spending spree. The only thing I'm hesitant to do, Aaron, is go too crazy because what did we do when, like, Artie Marino from the Angels would go crazy like this and Josh Hamilton and Pujols and, you know, he would do all those insane free agent deals. We made fun of him. I mean, even years ago when he got Gary Matthews Jr. from the Rangers, and he paid him an insane amount of money. And obviously, that didn't work out for them. Um, we make fun, a, a lot of times, of people who go crazy in free agency. But, Aaron, I mean, again, will will there be someday that these contracts look bad? Maybe. But does, it, does any Rangers fan care about that right now? Not one. Not a one. They care about the fact that Simeon, at, at age 31, hit 45 home runs last year. Okay, Seager can bomb it. Seager's got great glove. I mean, this is – I mean, think about that, Aaron. We There was a time we thought Odor and Andrus were a great middle infield. That didn't last long, but there was a time. And now they got this pairing. Aaron, are you excited about Rangers baseball?
2: I am. I, like we talked about it yesterday, I was shocked. I thought that the Rangers ownership, which has been – notoriously cheap since they took over ownership. Um, I thought that they were <laughs> that they were full of it when they said that they were going to spend money. I just thought that there's no way they'll do like they did last year. They'll lowball the big free agents, say we offered them, and then when they don't come here, say, well, we tried. But no, they didn't. They went out and spent a half a billion dollars and signed uh, some of the biggest free agents on the market, two of the top five free agents on the market.
1: Yeah, it's very exciting. It is very exciting, and uh, and I'm loving it. All right, I'll tell you what we're going to love is talking to Elliot Coffee, former Baylor great, who does some uh, radio for uh, Learfield IMG now. Matt Izetti. I guess he gets checks from Izetti. Golly, I wish I could get a check from his Izetti. Uh, unfortunately, I went to college with him. I think he knows me too well, and he's never cut me any checks. All right, uh, Elliot Coffey, former Baylor great, joins us next.
3: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight in very quiet conditions. Low temperatures falling to 46 degrees. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow. Another very, very warm day. A high of 79 degrees. And on Friday, we'll see a mix of sun and clouds with a 20% chance of a passing shower late in the afternoon and a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Aderhold Funeral Home has been helping
4: families cope with the loss of a loved one for well over 100 years. The Payne family has owned and operated the funeral home since 1963 and for three generations. The cornerstones of our service since that time have been and continue to be faith, family, compassion, and community. We are grateful to be a part of and work with the West community and surrounding areas. Thoughtful service is a Payne family tradition. Aderhold's owners and staff are proud supporters of the West Trojans. Let's go, Trojans! Thank you.
7: the staff at richard carr buick gmc cadillac loves giving back to the central texas community and once again they're participating in the u.s marine corps toys for tots campaign and they're asking for you to participate
0: toys for tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the united states experience the joy of christmas now through
7: december 10th listeners to this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. The Marines will then distribute the toys to children in need throughout Central Texas.
0: Also, if you add your name to Richard Carr's inbound new vehicle purchase list or purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute.
7: Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco.
5: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
8: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The NFL reduced the suspension of Dallas Cowboys defensive tackle Tristan Hill to one game after hearing the appeal yesterday. He'll miss the game against the Saints. Jerry Jones said on his radio show that Demarcus Lawrence will be in the lineup for the Cowboys tomorrow night versus the Saints. In the latest college football playoff poll, Georgia stays number one, followed by Michigan, Alabama at three, Cincinnati at four, Oklahoma State is in at five, and Baylor at nine. Sonny Cumbie will coach the Red Raiders in the upcoming bowl game despite being and named the new head coach at La Tech. Bader women's basketball blew past Moorhead State last night, 73-28 in the Farrell Center. Number one Duke goes down last night to unranked Ohio State 71 to 66. Bader coaches show tonight from Rudy's with John Morris on ESPN Central Texas starting at 7 o'clock.
5: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
9: attempt. We'll call it 53 for Jonathan Garibay to tie the game with three seconds to play. Snap a little high. Kick is away. The kick is no good. He missed it. Garibay his first miss of the season and the Bears win over the Red Raiders today 27 to 24. Baylor is 10 and two on the season.
1: Well, I'm a little disappointed. There he was. That was John Morris on the flagship ESPN Central Texas, Learfield IMG, all of that good stuff. A little disappointed I didn't hear J.J. Usually J.J. on a big play like that gets involved. Um, Before we bring on our guest, this is the segment we do called Where Are They Now?
10: Bieber Collision Center is a GM, Nissan, FCA, Kia, Subaru, Ford, and Hyundai certified repair facility. Plus, they house the equipment to repair the Ford F-Series aluminum body vehicles. 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco or at BieberCollisionCenter.com. And by Myatt Fuels, your local choice for fuel delivery. You call, they haul.
1: All right. Our featured guest this week is none other than Elliot Coffee. Former Baylor great and uh, hap- happy to have Elliot on. A man who knows a thing or two about the media. You hear his post-game work. You see him sometimes. Well, I see him in the press box. Uh, Elliott uh, bears back in the Big 12 title game. Pretty exciting stuff. I would say uh, if you had told us at this time last year that was going to happen, Elliot, even those of us who tend to be somewhat optimistic <laughs> about Baylor athletics would not have believed it.
11: Yeah, I, you know, last year was tough. I think people have kind of started to forget. Uh, because of how successful and how dominant we've been throughout the course of the season that 2020 was not pretty and it didn't seem like there was much direction, whether it was the offensive staff or, you know, at the quarterback position, kind of what was going to happen or how things were going to take shape. And, you know, what we've seen, you know, throughout the course of 2020 is one heck of a turnaround. And so hats off to coach Aranda, you know, of course, Grimey and that RVO and, you know, all the players, of course, and what they've contributed to this, but been a blast watching these guys here in 2021
1: yeah i would say so and uh i know you'll be in position there at uh, at&t stadium uh after watching this uh, mess the cowboys uh, have been putting out there Elliott. it'll be kind of nice to see some other teams inside AT- at&t stadium now i'm looking at a recent tweet for you by the way my goodness you you had one you know occasionally i'll hit on one and You'll, you know it'll kind of take take on a life of its own you had one that exploded I'm now looking at it uh, Elliot uh, you had about you have over 55,000 likes on this particular tweet that is a big number sir uh, and it had to do with Brian <laughs> Kelly the new coach at uh, LSU eating uh, let me read this. Brian Kelly eating Mama's gumbo at a recruits' house south of I-10. <laughs> 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 Elliot, when when at first we first – I mean, you, you were good with your timing. You got this one up there quick. Now, did, did, you, did you just immediately think of that particular gif of uh, – and by the way, is that Idris Elba? Like, I was looking that at is. this and – yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
11: I. Uh, so I'm from Houston, and I'm from uh-huh. my family's from from South Texas and Louisiana. Okay. And so I don't typically claim that, particularly on you know public mediums, that there's family from Louisiana, but it, culturally speaking, it's a really unique part of the country. Texas is unique, but Louisiana is really its own kind of cup of tea, and so. You know Brian Kelly being from Notre Dame, just the thought of him going down there and having to, like I said, sit around the table and do all those things that coaches have to do to, you know, rub elbows and uh, you know make people feel comfortable, particularly in Louisiana where everything's a handshake agreement. I figured that was just an easy way to kind of throw a jab at him and, and say, hey, welcome to welcome to the real South, have <laughs> some fun down there.
1: Yeah, yeah, Elliot. I would say people appreciated this one, and uh, yeah. and 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 this was. Uh, I, I yeah I, I my gosh this this one took on a life of its own and um and you know I think I think this one's become so popular though you know what'll happen now Elliot everybody'll try to use your the one you used here it's gonna become but your timing on it was beautiful so anyway I uh, I I appreciate good comic timing and um and I I really like this one okay Elliot well let's let's start to break this thing down um. You know, you see Oklahoma State again. I mean, the thing we forget, we, we talk all about how bad the offense was against Oklahoma State that last time out. But the crazy thing in that game was, you remember the turnover margin in the first half? I mean, that was oh the wild God. thing. They were oh, down 14 yeah. nothing, and you're up plus three in turnover margin. Like, as a coach, that's what I ask uh, Aranda about at some point because that's, that's like mind-numbing stuff. As a coach, if you're up three in turnover margin – You know in your mind what you should be up, and yet Baylor was down. But I honestly would have to think, Elliot, when you think back to how that first half went, that has to give your defense some confidence going into this game.
11: Yeah, I think I've... Pretty consistently said all season that I think the biggest threat to Oklahoma State making the playoffs is Spencer Sanders. And so if we can go <laughs> out there <laughs> and put pressure on him, it, that's, that's a team that's going to turn over the ball. Now, in a similar sense to, to kind of Baylor, Oklahoma State's bell, bell cow, so to speak, on the team is their defense. And so offensively, and you watch, if you watch the, you know, Bedlam, I think the whole country watched Bedlam on Saturday, that's a team that's going to make mistakes. And how they make up for the mistakes they made is typically on the defensive side of the ball. But if you look at how we played defensively, particularly in that first half, I mean, it really was a clinic. It was some of the best football that I think we played all season. Not to mention you were out there without, you know, Terrell Bernard kind of having Matt Jones playing out of position just to fill the spot for the week. Uh, he's kind of found his way, you know, playing that outside linebacker kind of pass rush type on the line of scrimmage. But you had a lot of things that we they could scheme against us on that they won't be able to do this time around. But. Yes, that first half in particular uh, was, was very, very impressive.
1: Now, what is it uh, with Sanders? We've seen him for years. Isn't it weird? When you, you just assume quarterbacks are going to, over the years, stop making mistakes because obviously a quality, he's been good for a long time. But at yeah. some point you go, that's who he is. That I mean, he's right. just going to make a couple of uh, either you take advantage of it or you don't. But he's going to try to throw you the ball at some point. What is that? I mean, a guy that played defense like you, is Sanders a guy who um, trusts his arm almost too much and tries to make hero throws, or is he just a guy that every once in a while can get a little confused in coverage?
11: Yeah, I don't think he reads coverages especially well. And so you, you saw it. You know, in the second half last week that when you give him different looks, and that's kind of Baylor's thing, is that we're going to show you one thing and run something else. When you give him different looks, his processing speed is a little bit delayed. Now, he's incredibly athletic, and he has good arm talent, and so you saw he had to get a touchdown down the sideline uh, in the first half last week. That was in the first drive of the game. It was beautiful. Easy. It was quick. It was one read release. Very rhythmic. Very smooth. But when you don't get that first read, and he has to go through his progressions more often than not, if he doesn't have that run lane to escape Shape, he's going to try to force it and that's where you create those those turnovers and, and mistakes
1: for them yeah yeah what do you think about the uh you knowing the safety game so well what do you think about baylor's safety play in the absence of christian morgan it's a little hazy on when he may come back i, I don't know if yeah. we feel great about his return for this game certainly it'll be good on cornerback to have boogie Barnes back and i think um uh, your man Al Walcott, who's played great and in, is in, uh, yeah. in, in a playmaker, he'll be back to shore things up back there. But the safety play has been interesting. I mean, Milton McVay, uh, those guys, obviously some of those guys play cornerback. But right. what do you – I mean, JT, I'm mentioning like yeah. every player on the team now, but JT <laughs> has been um, – he's tremendous, you know, as far as like being a ball hawk back there. But right. there has been there have been some breakdowns this year in the secondary. What what is your biggest concern in a game like this? Is it just trying to keep everything in front of you? What do you when you think of what could hurt Baylor? What do you think of back there?
11: Yeah, uh, miscommunication has been a thing. I think I think when we're in position, it's hard to beat us. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at Couple of the plays you can just look at last week. You can look at that tight end throwback, and then that touchdown, where it's kind of the free release down the the hash on on the T on the excuse me on the Tech side of the ball. You can tell I'm still having nightmares that TCU game. It's slipping out from time to time. A couple miscues <laughs> there too. But um, if, if you look at what happened, you have a you have nine guys that are playing one scheme, and you typically have one or two guys on the far side of the field that are not. And so. You talk about Al Walcott, he's a guy that when Raleigh Tejada was struggling against taller receivers you brought in, boom, he's playing a heck of a game. Gets kind of, in my opinion, kind of a cheap targeting call to get out of there. So you're right, Milton's in there. Um, You've got a couple other guys, but Jerome McVeigh at times has played really well. You think about that open field tackle he had against Kansas State was the, in my opinion, the play that, that saved us the game uh, against Deuce Vaughn. And so he's been great in, you know, downhill, you know, filling that gap, but at times has hit questions and, and had issues in coverage. And so, I know that Christian Morgan, I haven't heard anything, kind of like you. I haven't heard that he's coming back this week. Uh, but I'm telling you, we're a lot better football team with him on the field. That's why he has a single digit. Um, but I-, I think it's all about communication. These guys are all capable. It doesn't matter who you plug you know, into the role. With. It's Mark Milnick, corner, Al Walcott. Of course, we will be happy to have Boogie back. Uh, Raleigh Tejada throwing another name in there. I- all those guys are capable of going out there and, and really locking up any receiver that we're going to see out here on Saturday, it's, it's all about being in position, making sure that instead of having nine guys or eight guys in position, you got all 11 guys uh, with things figured out and that they're all making the right plays. Elliot, were you a single-digit guy? I was. I was number four.
1: That's right. Okay, I wish yeah. I had. I wish I had gone ahead with my guess. <laughs> I Because I, uh, that's that's what's in my mind. Yeah. I, I I always felt good with you kind of roaming around back there. You were single digit before single digit was cool, right? You may, maybe maybe the Baylor program even back then knew that single digits, you know, was yeah. where, it, where where things were heading. It um, took some th- time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but no, I remember those days. There was somebody I worked with in Dallas radio, and they always claimed that they knew you. It was so funny back then. I didn't know you at the time, and they would say, "Oh, I know Elliot Coffee. You've got to say hi to Elliot Coffee." And it and and I and, but I was yeah, I wish I could remember who it was. But they were I, Elliot. A lot of people were claiming to know you back then. But it was somebody <laughs> that I worked with at ESPN Radio in Dallas, and I just remember those days. All right, on the offensive side, you you've seen. You know how Gary functions, and talking to Elliot Coffey, uh, Baylor's uh, legendary safety on the Matt Mosley Show, you can hear him after games, does some great commentary. You hear him a lot of times before games, uh, right there on ESPN Central Texas, Learfield IMG, quarterback play. Shapin to me, has been, and of course, we get spoiled sometimes. I saw people on Twitter, you see it too. They're like, well, Shapin wasn't, I mean, my goodness, the guy gets thrown in, I think he does an incredible job against Kansas State. He has a start against Tech. And, and again, we get spoiled, and it's like, oh, we didn't blow out Tech. Well, with a backup quarterback starting his first game, a redshirt freshman, I, I feel pretty good about that win. Um, right. do, you, do you have a sense? I kind of think Gary's going to give this thing a go. But you're always kind of yeah. hearing rumblings a little bit. Do you – uh what do you what do you do you feel good about gary maybe giving this a go and what have you seen from shapen that you like
11: well if you think about how gary's developed here over the last three or weeks has that been with his arm or with his legs like it's been with his legs and so Mm -hmm. if we're dealing with a soft tissue injury there's just no way he can play his game if he's still battling that to the to the way that he has become accustomed to recently and so is there a chance that he goes out there and plays and plays effectively? Absolutely. Do not want to take that away from him. But his game, his, his passing game has developed through his ability and his threat as a runner. And if he doesn't have that leg the way that he wants to, then it makes him one-dimensional and makes it difficult, you know, for him to be as effective as he possibly can. Now, I look at Shapin's performance on Saturday, and what I saw as a kid that's tough, you know, he took that big hit on the sideline. Came back in, was out for a play. Kyron Jones hands it off for a first down, and then he has that double move with Ben Sims and d- throws a little touchdown. You know, right after getting absolutely crushed on the sideline, a lot of guys wouldn't come back from that. Yeah. And so I see a lot of leadership um, in him. I see a lot of a skill set, a natural born thrower. The way that ball pops off of his hand uh, is like a lot of guys that we've seen here in the past. And so I think he's got a ton of potential uh, to be a really, really good quarterback. Now, would I prefer to have Gary out there on Saturday? Yes. I think, I think anybody that's watched, uh, both bodies have worked so far this season knows that Gary's our guy. Uh, but if he can't play that comfortable dual-threat game where he has that option, or where he has that quarterback power uh, that we've seen that's been so effective, then it's going to be harder for him uh, you know, to have the kind of success that we needed him to have to beat a really, really good defense. So um, offensively, we've got enough weapons to where if you can get that ball you know, spread out, I think we've, we've got a chance to go out there and do some things. But it, it really boils down to just how Gary's body feels. Soft tissue injuries heal at a different rate, and they can show back up at a moment's notice. And so got to make sure long-term for him, he's healthy.
1: Yeah, you should see me on the tennis court. I have a lot of stuff that shows up, you know, out of the blue. Uh, although my age, I think, is the main portion of that. Well, this right. is going to be uh, – Elliot, this is going to be exciting – uh, and, and, uh, I know you will be in position and, and ready to, uh, ready to cover this thing from every angle. I, yeah. I appreciate it. Do you have a sense? Do you have a, a prediction for us? Do you, um, you know, take off your green and gold cap if you can, I know you can, you are a, uh, you are a pro's pro. How, how are you, as we get closer to kickoff, how are you kind of feeling about it?
11: Um, I mean, I would say at this point, it's really hard to beat a team twice in a, in a season. Um, if it was Baylor out there trying to beat Oklahoma State for the second time, I would say that's a pretty tough ask. Now, to beat Baylor twice in a year, I would say it's probably even tougher ask because if Mm -hmm. you look at who Baylor is at this point versus who we were in week three, I guess, or four whenever we played them versus who Oklahoma State has developed in over that period of time. I think you've seen a bigger jump from Baylor, uh, particularly for games in Texas at 11 a.m. That's not where you want to meet us. (laughs) And so, um, you know, I think that we we have a slight edge depending on the health of our quarterback uh, and and who goes out there and plays. But I, I think this is, you know, schematically speaking, what we did to them in the first half. Uh, I think the ability to stretch the field vertically because what you saw them do last time around was load the box on us and say run it to an eight- and nine-man box. Um, I think the advantage is in our favor. So that's that's where what I'm thinking. But as far as numbers, I have absolutely no idea. We, people don't score more than 30 points on us. So I expect a pretty yeah. low scoring affair.
1: Yeah. yeah, except if you're TCU, but we don't want to except go back when to you're- that. Chandler Um. Morrison is lightning in the bottle, right? (laughs) Okay, better mullet, um, Gundy or Matt Meyer? Oh, man. Um, I mean,
11: Gundy's had his for a little bit longer. But I never won it. Here's the thing, Matt. I I never won in Stillwater. So I've got really bad taste in my mouth about Mm -hmm. both Gundy and and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. The only time I've ever cheered for him was for the uh, Bedlam here on Friday. So I'm going to go with Meyer. Just, just because you know, I'm putting my green and gold back on. That's who's got the better mullet.
1: Okay, let's go with Meyer. Yeah, yeah, now I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking back to Stillwater. I don't want to bring up, I'm thinking about uh, Petty, you know, some of those bullets oh, yeah. around the five-yard oh, yeah. line. I was doing TV, by the way. That's the coldest, goodness gracious. It gets colder in Stillwater than anywhere in America. All I mean, right. Totally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, the um, it's the worst. Elliot. This is fun, man. I, let's do it again soon, and uh, bet, uh, I hope to uh, see you in the press box. Okay, I'll I'll, try, I'll look for you here on Saturday. Thanks for having me. Okay, you bet. Elliot Coffey, number four for the Bears, and uh, really, really uh, was a was a uh, good player, great leader for some of those uh, some of those Bryles teams, and uh, good guy too. Great to have him on. Uh, Campus Confidential, our regularly scheduled four forty segment. Is coming up now.
7: The Lorena Coaches Show with Ray Biles is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, and the Lorena Athletic Association.
6: The Lorena Leopards have earned a spot in the Class 3A quarterfinals with a 63-13 win over Columbus last Friday in San Marcos. Coach, your team has now won 11 straight, and a lot of the credit for Friday's win goes to that pitch and catch combination of Ryan Abel and Jaden Porter.
12: You know, both those guys had a, a fantastic night. You know, Ryan threw the ball very well. Uh, Jaden ran some great routes, and we got him matched up in uh, some situations where you know he just he's he's an outstanding football player. So, uh, big night for those two guys.
6: The defense gave the offense plenty of chances to score, with five interceptions, and one of those was returned for a touchdown by Colton Dale.
12: Yeah, Colton stepped in front of an out and, and took it to the house, and he, he read that very well and uh, did a good job of jumping on it. And we had some other guys, uh, you know, just had fantastic nights up front. Uh, Braylon Henry had ten tackles and two picks. Uh, Joe Gutshaw had his usual night uh, with nine tackles and I think a quarterback sack and a whole bunch of harassment. So, I mean, uh, the guys played very, very well. Uh, you know, they're they're playing uh, playing at the best that they played all year, and this is the time of the year to do that.
6: You go up against Die Ball at Merrill Green Stadium in Bryan on Friday at 7 o'clock. What can you tell us about the Lumberjacks?
12: They are another team, I think, that has improved drastically from uh, earlier in the season to where they are today. Uh, their main guy on offense, they'll bring him in. He'll be the Wildcat quarterback when they run a Wildcat set. And then when they line up in the eye, he's the tailback. So uh, they're going to get the ball to him as often as they possibly can, and he's a very talented football player. Defensively, uh, very aggressive. Uh, they're not going to, you know, hesitate to bring the house and uh they've got an awful lot of speed all the way across the board so uh play primarily just a man defense they're going to lock up on you and it's going to be a very physical football game that's the brand that they play and that's the way that we've been playing lately too so it should be exciting
5: ESPN Central Texas Baylor Sports Beat weekdays at seven fifty five a.m. and five twenty five p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
13: We love the Christmas season at Sakura Family Ford. It's time for families to come together.
2: So we have lots of new Fords arriving daily for your holiday travel needs. And everyone has a favorite.
13: Hey guys, what's your favorite
7: Ford? Mackenzie. What's your favorite new Ford?
5: Michael.
7: Michael, what do you like best? A one fifty or a Maverick?
5: I like your
0: truck best, Grandpa.
7: Come find your favorite new Ford at the Sakura Exit in West. Merry Christmas
4: and Happy New Year from Sakura Family
10: Ford.
0: When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on.
14: Refinance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months and have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment, so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. Thank you, Genco. And don't forget, your vote counts. Vote today for your local school to win $1,500 with Genco School Spirit Competition. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Annual
6: percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
0: They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my
14: credit union.
5: ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. City
8: Ranch Boot Company has a new location, and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254 855 7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com.
5: It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Coffee is for closers. Elliot Coffee. You know, the last name Coffee, Aaron, creates so many great, you know, segment names. We could have Coffee Talk, Coffee's for Closers, you know, coffee. I mean, it's just think that's a good, it's a very good last name. And uh Elliot's so good I mean he's just really um, really breaks it down uh, in a way I like it so uh, Aaron let's put let's make sure we keep him in our rotation okay absolutely like when I when I say Aaron who should we have on today I want you to say Matt how about Elliot coffee now maybe don't say it like tomorrow Aaron <laughs> <laughs> but just keep him in mind okay um, I am gonna turn it over to my good friend and on-air talent Aaron Sexton now for Campus Confidential. Aaron, what do you have for us today?
2: The new college football playoff rankings are out, released yesterday. Unbeaten Georgia remain number one for the fifth consecutive week, followed by Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State at number five. Baylor actually dropped one spot to number nine as they were passed by Ole Miss for, well, for a reason that I can't figure out. But anyway, Baylor comes in. At number nine, Oklahoma State is number five ahead of their uh, matchup this weekend in the Big 12 championship game. So it figures that obviously uh, Georgia's gonna make it. And uh, if Michigan wins in the Big 10 championship game, they will make it. The other two spots, who knows?
1: Well, I'm glad you brought it up. We, you know, we, we make such a big deal out of this, but in the, in, the, in the truth of it, we didn't, even if they had to put Baylor at seven or six, with two losses, as much as it as great as it would be, they're not going to get in the final four. Now it'd be fun to be up a little more than nine. I mean, I, I you know backup quarterback you play against Tech. I don't know exactly why you drop a spot. I know Ohio State lost. They're always going to keep Ohio State as high as they can, but I, I don't I don't get it. If you start looking at teams people played, Aaron. I know you've looked at this too, but Baylor has beaten like. BYU, wherever they are, Baylor's 12. Beating, Yeah, 12th and 14th ranked teams. So I guess o- OU's, what, 14? But um, so, I mean, I, I, Baylor's beating some big-time teams. And um, and some of those other teams, like in front of them right now, um, who is it repeated again? Who is like at 7 or 8? There's somebody up there that their wins were not nearly as impressive. Remind me who's the two-win team in front of Baylor. At like number seven or eight, Ole Miss. Okay, Ole Miss. I, if you look at it, their their so-called impressive wins were over number twenty-five and number twenty-two. I mean, honestly, it's just like you get more you get more um, support for losses sometimes than you do wins. Now, Baylor did not get kicked in the teeth as much as you would have thought when they got beat at TCU. That was a bad loss. I know there was a bunch of extenuating circumstances, but usually they don't care about stuff like that. And for whatever reason, Baylor didn't get dinged. But they did seem to get dinged for only beating the Red Raiders by a field goal. And I, I, don't, uh, I don't totally get it. But again, if Baylor was seven, if Baylor was six right now, there's still about a million things that would have to happen for the Bears to get in the playoff. Now, that doesn't take anything away from what you need to do Saturday. Go win the Big 12. I mean, how great would that be? I mean, you know, I guess they called them co-champs in 2014, but we all know who the champs were. And, uh, you know, they had the uh, um, the back-to-back Big 12 uh, 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 championship wins there. I mean, how about another one would be awesome? And uh, it it just – it's so great on the hills of what um, OU and Texas have decided to do with leaving. And, by the way, OU is just in – I mean, they're just a dumpster fire right now. I mean, I, I i got a lot of great Sooners fans. Today, some of my buddies at Dallas Radio were calling me saying, I think we're going to get Rule. I think we're going to get Rule. And then Feldman put out something from uh, the Athletics saying, nah, Matt Rule's going to stay with uh, the Panthers. So – we shall see. I hope I didn't just step on your toes there, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, what else do you have? Are you about to bring up Matt Rule? Sorry. No,
2: I wasn't, but I was. Uh, I was. Uh, uh, I am going to talk about uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. Bring it up anyway. You bet. The last person you bet. out of Norman, please turn out the lights. You, they have lost their coach to USC, and now they've had three more players enter the transfer portal Oklahoma wide receiver Theo Weese, tight end Austin Str- uh, Strogner, and. Receiver Jaden Hazelwood all entered the transfer portal. They were all very high, highly ranked in their classes in 2019 and 2020. This is after quarterback Spencer Rattler and receiver Marcellus Crutchfield entered the transfer portal yesterday. So that's five players all ranked in the ESPN top 300, actually all ranked, I believe, in the top 100 by ESPN coming out of high school that have entered the transfer portal in just the last few days since, uh, since Lincoln Riley left for USC?
1: I mean, it's just... It is so wild. I mean, to just think about it and and to see what all's happened. And then I, I would say the weirdest story was the, um, the secondary coach who was apparently with Bob Stoops trying to recruit for Oklahoma yesterday. And then, I mean, How do you think you can get away with this on social media? Was apparently also trying to recruit players to USC on behalf of Lincoln Riley. My favorite part of this story is last night. At some point, the OU uh, compliance Twitter handle put it like those uh, those big eyes, that big eye tweet. You know the double eyes, Aaron. And they tweeted that out there like basically <laughs> that we're looking at this.
2: Yeah, I saw that uh, great tweet yeah. from Oklahoma Compliance and it's true. I mean you can't you know, that's uh, you can't do that.
1: How dumb do you have to be to be out there like literally recruiting for two different schools and to think you can gonna get away from it in this world? I mean it's like it's like spy stuff. It's like a slapstick comedy. If you watched, uh, if you used to enjoy uh, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd movies like I did, Spies Like Us comes to mind. I mean, you know, you can't be a double agent. You can't be out there. These recruits are tweeting everything. I like that one recruit named Payday. Somebody, um, our buddy uh, Kevin Longquist from Rivals said, I saw him tweet out, Aaron, that uh, that, that kid was was like a Baylor commit at one point payday now of course all these people are flipping to usc they said one of these schools i'm trying to remember who it was just showed up in norman like i can't even remember which school it was they said they said some school was just in norman just just driving around (laughs) trying to recruit people oh you know like i'm talking about being ready for all these transport portal guys that stogner guy's a great player by the way great tight end Stogner, we'll take you right here in Waco. The portal is open. In fact, I'll pick you up. I'll pick you up at the train station. Is there a train? Is there a way to get? Is there a way to ride a train into Waco? I'm just trying to think. I think it's yeah. It it's uh,
2: goes through McGregor, but you, you, I've yeah, actually taken a trip okay. on it. I took it from the McGregor stop to San Antonio to visit a friend.
1: You're kidding me. You can. I can go out to McGregor, Texas, and get on a train. Like there's a depot out there.
2: Yes, um, it, it. Oh my Like God. back in the day, there used to be someone that worked there. Now it's empty. But if they know, you know, you obviously buy your ticket beforehand, and the train knows to stop there and pick you up. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. It's a. It's a Amtrak stop right out there in McGregor. So I'm going to do that's that. That's doable. It's honestly, it's it's it was great. I loved. Uh, you know, I mean, I wouldn't do it regularly, but I had a. Great time riding the train down to San Antonio.
1: Anybody want to take a train trip with me? Do you think that would be a good radio kind of thing, uh, Aaron? You could win a train trip with uh, with the Matt <laughs> Mosley show? <laughs> that sounds like punishment. People are like, no, no, I do not want to be on a train with you. Throw Mosley from the train. Remember, wasn't there a movie called Throw Mama from the Train?
2: Yeah, uh, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs>
1: You remember it was always the same mom in those movies, like even Goonies and Throw Mama from the Train and that one with John Candy. Uh, What was the one with John Candy and with uh, maybe Steve Martin was in it?
2: Planes, Trains, and Automobiles.
1: Yeah. Like I say, the same mom was in that. (laughs) She was always that crazy-looking woman. (laughs) She was in all those comedies. They would always say, hey, we need you to play the mom. All right, um, that is. Oh, Aaron, anything else? Did you want? Did you did you have one you wanted to end on? Are we good? No, we're good. Aaron, at some point, remind me. I've been really digging up some. You know me when I get into my research here. I've got the amount of players in the transfer portal right now. You want to guess, Aaron? You want to make a guess? How many college players are currently? Yeah, let's not. Let's just talk about D one. How many players are in the transfer portal at this given moment?
2: Hundred and thirty five.
1: Five hundred and one. I was close. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly right. said
2: I don't want to guess because I know it would be way off. That's a lot.
1: Yeah. All right. Um. Oh, there's a. We got a great picture that just came in of Elliot. So I'll, I'll send that to you, Aaron. Okay, uh, Eric Nadell voice of the texas rangers is next let's go you wouldn't call your
7: doctor accountant or mechanic using a 1-800 number so why your bank if you have to dial 1-800 you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you come to central national bank and experience the difference bank different bank central central national bank member fdic
4: Would you like to make an impact on the lives of children by helping build a strong foundation for their education? A degree or certificate through McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Program can put you on the path to a rewarding career in the teaching field. Start your career while continuing to take classes that can apply to a bachelor's degree. Find out how to get started today at McClennan.edu or contact us at 254-299-8786. Reed's Food Store is
8: proud to support the Mart Panthers,
4: owned and operated
8: in downtown Mart since 1925. The Reed's Food Store family is proud to have backed the Mart Panthers for 96 years. They take their commitment to quality, fair pricing, customer service, and supporting their community seriously. After 96 years with the Mart Panthers, they're thankful to still be your hometown grocer. Reed's Food Store is open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Reed's Food Store says go Panthers.
5: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at centexsportsfan.com.
0: This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah. Music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Goodfeet Arch Supports a try with a free fitting and test walk.
14: The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly.
4: The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the Arch Supports.
14: When I went to the Goodfeet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the Arch Supports.
4: And took about three, four steps. turned around and went and sat back down and to cry. It was the
5: first time that I had no pain.
0: See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop
8: by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace.
9: Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you?
0: From the Allen Samuels
5: Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESBN Central Texas.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley.
1: It is Matt Mosley. Thank you, Central National Bank, for what you do and uh it is time to talk about uh well i mean the rangers in the middle of all this college coaching and everything that's going crazy in the world of sports the rangers struck and they struck in a big way uh eric Nadell, the voice uh of the rangers my good friend and a member of the uh, the baseball hall of fame uh is joining us as we speak and uh Eric, I mean I know, I mean it's not like we were shocked that the Rangers were players in this thing, but but I would say at half a billion that got my attention. Um what what was your what was your uh, you know when you saw the first one and then oh my goodness here comes Corey Seager, uh were even you caught off guard a little bit by it.
15: I was totally caught off guard. You know, I was caught off guard by Seager coming here. <laughs> you know, given how bad the Rangers have been over the last five years, you know, and somewhat reluctant to spend money, um, obviously, they had to overpay you know, to get guys like that to come and and they did you know, they gave Simeon at least one extra year over what anybody else would have offered, and they gave Seger a couple of extra years over what you know a winning already winning team would have offered. You know, that's that's what it takes when you're in the situation the Rangers are in. You know, fortunately now with the stadium they have, they're in a position where they can obviously cover those salaries and also, you know, get players to want to come here because they're not having to, you know, play games on the face of the sun
13: for two months <laughs> in the middle of the summer.
1: I know some of us, I was um, at the new ballpark, by the way, for a high school playoff game the other night. And it was great. I, I thought to myself, how are they going to uh, arrange this? And it actually worked out uh, very nicely. And, of course, the temperature was great in all of that. Let's start with uh, Simeon. Um, you've watched him. I remember early in his career, Ron Washington, really spending a lot of time with him. Um, we didn't exactly know what, what he was going to become. What he's become is a big-time power hitter. Um, and as, as far as just his presence in the lineup – what what have you thought of him as a ball player over the years and then what he is now at age 31?
15: Well, a fantastic offensive player, you know, who became a gold glove defensive player, basically through hard work and in having a great coach in Ron Washington when, when he was with Oakland, you know, he was leading the world in errors his first couple of years in the big leagues, you know, until Wash got to him and the key was he put in the extra work. You know, he was out there early every day. And, uh, you know, even this past year in Toronto, learning to play a new position, second base, doing the same kind of thing. You know, he's known for that. You know, he's known for hard work. He's known for being a leader. And, you know, I think the Raiders were somewhat fortunate in that uh, clearly he was interested in playing for a West Division team, you know, where he would be playing a lot on the West Coast. You know, his family's in in the Bay Area. And this way, he, you know, at least stays in a West division. You know, I kind of thought that he would probably wind up signing with the Giants, who had expressed some interest in him. But, you know, not knowing what the Giants' final offer uh, would have been, um, there probably was a pretty big difference in the money. And, you know, you take into account, too, the, the lack of state income tax in Texas. And so when you're talking about millions and millions of dollars like that, you know, I guess it does add up.
1: I'm still just stunned by all this. I mean, you remember the, 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 the Tom Hicks money for, for A-Rod? I mean, it was such an enormous story at the time. And then to see all this, okay, this is record-breaking. And, and Eric, it, it puts the Dodgers and the Yankees and even people like that, the Red Sox, the people who are used to this enormous spending, it sort of puts them to shame. Now, again, some of these lineups, obviously, there's a reason the Rangers had to do this. Now looking forward, how do you view this? I mean, obviously overnight this became a whole different animal than what you thought you were going to be calling games for next year. What what as you start to kind of get your mind around expectations, what what how does that hit you now? Well, the first thing you you notice, you know, immediately is you put those two guys in
15: the middle of your lineup. You know, Simeon and Seager are going to hit second and third or third and fourth, you know, in some order. And all of a sudden, you know, a club that was, you know, in the bottom third offensively, you know, probably shoots straight to the top third offensively. You know, their presence is also really going to help Adolis Garcia, I think, who had no protection at all in the lineup uh, after Gallo got traded. You know, it's going to help uh, Nate Lowe, it's going to help everybody in that lineup. the question now is, is this going to be a 1980s-style Ranger team that scores a ton of runs but can't stop the other team from scoring, or are the Rangers going to have enough pitching you know, to truly contend? Uh, signing John Gray certainly helps. The Rangers, I think, have two pretty solid young starters coming back in Dane Dunning and um, Taylor Hearn. After that, there's still a couple of big question marks in the starting rotation. You know, teams have found a way to work around that. You know, Tampa Bay, most notably, you know, using the concept of the opener and the bullpen to basically pitch two out of every five games. Maybe that's the approach the Rangers will take. I guess it depends a lot on how far along all these young pitchers are. You know, guys the Rangers have gotten in deals like A.J. Alexi and uh, Colby Allard and a Glenn Otto and uh, those guys. Maybe they're ready, maybe they're not, and maybe the Rangers aren't done, you know. Maybe now that the Rangers look like they have a competitive team, Clayton Kershaw would be more inclined, you know, to stay home and play for the Rangers. There are still lots of free agent pitchers out there. You know, there are a lot of players who were non-tendered yesterday, and there are a lot of teams that are looking to trade top pitchers. Uh, Oakland reportedly is, you know, going to trade uh, Frankie Montas and Sean Mania, maybe Chris Bassett. Um, you know, there are pitchers out there to be had, but I think for the Rangers to seriously contend, they're going to need at least another proven starting pitcher. They do seem to have a really deep bullpen, and you know that maybe can carry them, even if the starting rotation is a little bit below average.
1: Talking to Eric Nadel, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. The Kershaw thing always seemed, Eric, like kind of a pipe dream, right? When he was in the Dodgers for so long, and obviously he had such a great run, and, He's the best pitcher of his era, probably. I mean, you might make an argument for Scherzer or some of these other guys, but it always just seemed like it would be a neat story, but it doesn't seem like it's something that will actually happen. Because of what they just did, it does seem like it could be more likely. Do you get a sense from – you know what the injury he's dealing with, like what he might have left. Um, I, I He's had such a remarkable career. I mean, even – even if he could just pitch some for you, having him on the team would be pretty pretty exciting coming back home what What do you think that would do for a young pitching staff and 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 even just the organization as a whole to have him finish out his career here?
15: Well, it would definitely be exciting for you know the rest of the pitching staff, but I think you know the the idea of getting the right kind of contract for him you know is going to be a challenge you know he has so many skins on the wall that he's not likely to take the kind of contract that the rangers would probably want to offer him which is you know less of a guarantee and more of an incentive based thing based on the number of games he's actually able to pitch you know nobody has any idea how much he has left you know he's got an elbow injury now in addition to a problematic back that has caused time on the injured list almost every year in the last few years so you know it's a big risk to commit some sort of guaranteed money um but again given that the rangers now have a chance to be competitive perhaps he's willing to take more of an incentive laden contract you know it's a pretty great unknown right now but uh, in answer to the direct question it would be like having another pitching coach on the team you know, if you do wind up signing him and he's the model for the rest of your pitchers because his, his work ethic is, is legendary.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm i I'm sitting here, as you were saying that, just imagining him in that uniform. I mean, you know, think about it. We didn't – we had a hard time imagining Nolan Ryan until he was in a uniform. Now, he arrived when he still had a lot left in the tank, Um Although probably, if now you think back about it, he probably arrived at about the time at about the age Kershaw is now, to the Rangers. Uh, is that was quite about a bit right?
15: Older, Nolan was yeah. quite a bit older, but he'd never had any arm problems. He never had yeah. any back problems. He was a totally healthy, you know, <laughs> thirty-eight or thirty-nine-year-old guy. Yeah. Um, you know, and he was a freak. You know, there, there was nobody like him physically. So uh, you know, I don't think it's a fair comparison to make um, in terms of you know, where they are in their careers, um, the impact that they might have uh, yeah. is definitely a fair comparison.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess they're just both, obviously, sort of iconic type type uh, type players. Well, I tell you, Eric, this has been uh, – uh, this is unbelievable to watch. It's fun to be talking some Rangers baseball, and it's good to be excited. I'm always excited to listen to you. But, it, Eric, to when they have a chance to go out and win some games – uh, that sort of gets us to a different level. Um, and, by the way, I always uh, don't you always love hearing from me in my uh, various weird places that I end up in? <laughs> uh, was that really
13: it, Paris,
15: France, the last yeah,
1: yeah, I was in Paris, France. And for folks that don't know, uh, Eric loves live music, and he loves uh, uh, Texas singers, uh, songwriters, and, and diff- very, he loves a lot of R&B, blues, all that kind of stuff. And so I always ask Eric, hey, where should I go hear some live music? And so there I am in Paris, France, and I text Eric. I say, where should I go, Eric, to, if I want to hear some live music? And I think, Eric, you said your one ch- your one trip to Paris was like, what, 1980 or something like that?
15: Yeah, exactly. I was there for a week in 1980, so I don't think i much help you there.
1: But usually, like if I'm in San Francisco or I'm in Chicago or wherever, you'll be like, okay, go here, go here, go there. And then I'll go stumble into these places, and, uh, and it's always kind of fun. Now, Eric, is there anybody we should check out, by the way? Is there anybody you're loving listening to? You brought, you've always oh. put us on to a lot of people, but is there anybody you're, you're really loving right now?
15: Yeah, there's quite a few, actually. There's, there's a band called The War on Drugs, which is one of my favorites, and they just wrapped a new album a week ago. And I've been pretty much nonstop listening to that. Um, there's a young man from Fort Worth named Abraham Alexander, who has been touring with Leon Bridges for the last few months and is about to go on tour with the Black Pumas. Um, if people don't know the Black Pumas, a band from Austin, they definitely need to to know them. Old-fashioned soul-type band. But Abraham Alexander is a star. There's also a, a singer-songwriter from New York named Leslie Mendelson, who I've been listening to a lot. Um, she did a uh, a song with Jackson Brown a couple of years ago called A Human Touch. Uh, you can watch the video on YouTube, which is amazingly moving, and her voice is incredible. Um, Jackson Brown has a new album also, which I think is really good. So those are some of the folks I've been listening to lately.
1: Yeah, you know who listens to the show is Michael Granberry, our friend from the Morning News. And, you know, if anytime you mention Jackson Brown, he's going to go crazy. So, uh... right, And
15: he, he's actually, um, you know, I, I booked – Leslie Mendelson to play at Cafe Momentum in Dallas um, in January in the concert series I do there and as soon as he saw that he called me and thanked me for bringing Leslie because she has never played in Texas before and she's going to be there in January and uh, he had actually Falling in love with her, seeing her play with Jackson Brown a few years ago in New York. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. And then Michael asked you to plug his latest book. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eric, uh, really appreciate it. Always great to catch up with you. And I will, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Anytime,
15: Mo. Thanks a lot.
1: There he goes. Eric Nadell, the voice of the Rangers, the voice of my childhood. And, and, and he, I grew up and he became a friend. And uh, what an awesome guy. Um, okay, lots to discuss. One thing we haven't really gotten into today is all the ladies from the Cowboys. There are more people out with COVID. It continues COVID in uh, the Cowboys. That is next. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update. Hot, hot.
14: Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A defensive back is added to the COVID list as the team prepares for Thursday's game in New Orleans. Not sure who'll start at quarterback for the Saints. Details after this.
10: Head to the Star in Frisco to experience the most electrifying event of the season, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza powered by Reliant. This must-see event kicks off with the lighting of the star's massive Christmas tree and leads to an unforgettable performance showcasing the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, Dallas Cowboys Rhythm in Blue, Mascot Rowdy, Santa Claus, and special appearances from Dallas Cowboys football heroes. Cowboys Christmas extravaganza is free and open to the public visit the for more info
3: Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA
14: what if it's no big deal that I'm a woman what if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label
3: it's not about where others say you should be it's about where you want to go it's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals.
14: Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Cowboy rookie cornerback Nashawn Wright was added to the COVID list, which already includes head coach Mike McCarthy, as well as six assistant coaches who'll miss tomorrow night's game in New Orleans. Defensive coordinator Dan Quinn not only takes on McCarthy's game day duties, he's preparing his defense for the Saints. Not sure if Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon will start at quarterback. Cornerback Trayvon Diggs says they have to be ready no matter who's under center.
4: You know, we just had to prepare for both the quarterbacks, two different style quarterbacks. We just got to adjust. I have all the faith in Coach Quinn, to you know, just to lead us out there and make sure we get the dub.
14: The good news for the Cowboys is defensive end Demarcus Lawrence is on track to return after missing 10 games with a broken foot. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales.
1: If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. The Cowboy Report,
5: weekdays at 8:10 a.m. and 5:10 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Aderhold
4: Funeral Home has been helping families cope with the loss of a loved one for well over 100 years. The Payne family has owned and operated the funeral home since 1963 and for three generations. The cornerstones of our service since that time have been and continue to be faith, family, compassion, and community. We are grateful to be a part of and work with the West community and surrounding areas. Thoughtful service is a Payne family tradition. Aderhold's owners and staff are proud supporters of the West Trojans. Let's go Trojans.
0: Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500.
3: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight in very quiet conditions. Low temperatures falling to 46 degrees. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow. Another very, very warm day. A high of 79 degrees. And on Friday, we'll see a mix of sun and clouds with a 20% chance of a passing shower late in the afternoon and a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
8: I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group. Highway 6 and Imperial, come by and see what makes them different. The NFL reduced the suspension of Dallas Cowboys defensive tackle Tristan Hill to one game after hearing the appeal yesterday. He'll miss the game against the Saints. Jerry Jones said on his radio show that Demarcus Lawrence will be in the lineup for the Cowboys tomorrow night versus the Saints. In the latest college football playoff poll, Georgia State's number one, followed by Michigan, Alabama at three, Cincinnati at four, Oklahoma State is in at five, and Baylor at nine. Sonny Cumbie will coach the Red Raiders in the upcoming bowl game despite being named the new head coach at La Tech. Bader Women's Basketball blew past Moorhead State last night, 73-28 to 28 in the Farrell Center. Number one Duke goes down last night to unranked Ohio State, 71-66. to Bader Coaches show tonight from Rudy's with John Morris on ESPN Central Texas starting at 7 o'clock. Sports
5: Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Oh yeah, the Mosley Show. Matt Mosley taking you into the five o'clock hour, and uh, joined by Aaron Sexton, as always. And uh, had some good talk, some good Rangers talk. Eric Nadell, the voice of the Rangers. And Aaron, did you write some of those singer songwriters down? Did, did those did those interest you at all? Mendelson, you had some R and B, had some soul. The one I was kind of interested in that he said was—he uh, uh, knows Ronnie, by the way, who who does our uh, uh, who's a buddy of mine who did our our uh, theme music before we had our all our sponsors on with us. Um, but uh, trying to think what I was looking up that oh Abraham Alexander. Now that is a name I'm going to check into here. But uh, Eric, in addition to being a world famous broadcaster. Is huge into music and live music, and he knows all these people, and he helps get them booked. And then he'll, uh, at one point, he actually had a place in Dallas, Aaron, that he had a live music venue, and he kind of helped get it going. And he he booked all their stuff, even though he was calling 162 baseball games a year, <laughs> he would book their talent for him, and uh, and so people that. Uh, Aaron, I bet you grew up listening to Mark Holtz and Eric Nadell, didn't you?
2: I did. I did. I was, you know, I, uh, when I called him and then after the interview, I told him thanks for coming on. it was, honestly, I don't get really starstruck um, by most of the guests, but it's happened twice with Drew Pearson and, and with Eric Nadel. He's, uh, he's a hero of mine. I know that sounds you weird, but I mean, I grew you... up, I grew up admiring him and, and and loving his calls of the games and listening to him on the radio, and still do.
1: Do you want me to rank for you the uh, in order of kindness the Rangers, Mavericks, and Cowboys uh, uh, voices of those teams? Would I'm going like to hear gu- that? I'm going
2: to guess Cooper would be last. <laughs> That's the no, knock no, no, on no. him. I'm just guessing.
1: No, no, he w- he's two. Oh, okay. He's two. Yeah, right. Nadell's one. Okay, we're <laughs> I don't want to say anything. No, the other guy's a long-time friend of mine. I give him a lot of heck, but, uh,
11: yeah, yeah.
1: One guy thinks, who thinks the most of himself? No, let's not get into that. But uh, Nadal is the greatest and is uh, very, I uh, uh, just, Eric is uh, very unassuming, and uh, he's just a great guy, and it's just really neat. Aaron, when you like, kind of like us, when you, you're kids and you grow up listening to somebody, you're like, what's that person going to be like? Well, Eric's like what you think. He's just a New York guy who's just a cool, cool guy. And what he really likes doing in life is is getting to whatever city he's in and going and finding live music and going to whatever club and listening to R&B or blues or whatever. Maybe some jazz. I think he's more into blues and R&B. But, boy, if he... If there's some female voice, like Daphne Willis was this one woman's name, if Eric gets behind you, Katie, bar the door. Like, he'll, he'll spend the rest of his life trying to book that person in, in every venue in the country. Like, he's a good guy to have on your side. So, uh, anyway, Eric Nadell, voice of the Rangers, and, of course, we're a big Rangers affiliate. Always fun to have the great Eric Nadell. Now, what's going on with the Cowboys? I saw a big headline in the in the Dallas Morning News. It's above the fold. People say, well, Matt, what's that mean, above the fold? Well, the the newspaper folds, and if, if there's a headline above the fold, that's generally where they put, like, the biggest news. And today, blaring from my Dallas Morning News, which I still like to hold up and put in front of me. I love the Waco Trib as well. Bryce Cherry, if you're listening. Bryce has a story I'm anxious to read um, about the quirks sort of of, of uh, Dave Aranda. I'm anxious to read that story. But anyway, if you if you talk about something that's above the fold, that's where you put the biggest news. And I look at the, the Sports Day where I used to write, and it said, write, uh, um, W R I G H, or W R I G H T out." And I'm thinking, "Oh man, who who's out? Who who is this?" And then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, "Really, Nashawn Wright?" Okay, that's that big of a deal that he gets a big blaring headline? Well, he's out because of COVID protocols. Well, so is Terrence Steele. Okay, now the reason they put right up there is because that's new. That's relatively new. We found that out yesterday. But, again, he's still – hopefully he'll be a good player someday. But he's a he's a special teams contributor who got kicked out of a recent game. And um, I, I'm just saying it, it seems strange sometimes – with what we choose to fa- to fixate on. The bigger news is this. Amari Cooper is getting on that team plane, and all systems appear to be go for Amari Cooper playing in New Orleans. Cowboys have boarded their team plane, and uh, Ed Werder, a, uh, a friend of the show, and um, my podcast partner for the Doomsday Podcast, you can listen to that, on any place you get your podcast, the Doomsday Podcast, named after the Cowboys Doomsday Podcast, or the Doomsday Defense, I should say, uh, he is reporting that Amari Cooper's ready to go. That's big news. That is big news, and that is great news for anybody getting ready to see how the Cowboys are going to play. If Ceedee Lamb's back from the concussion, he's a he appears to be a full go. I mean, you show up in that crazy environment on a Thursday night when those folks have been having all day to party and get ready, uh, you want to have your big-time players. So you'll have those two to go along with uh, Noah Brown and um, Malik. That Malik – what's his name, Malik Wilson? Anyway, bottom line is because Cedric Wilson's been banged up, he's had some issues – they're going to be deeper at wide receiver. You're going to feel better about things. Michael Gallup obviously has come back. So you got to feel good about going into the situation with a full complement of players. So uh, I think that's a, uh, I think that's a good sign. And, um, and I think, uh, I think everybody should be excited about that. Now, what is this? And, 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 again, if you want to read my work, I'm now writing for FoxSports.com again. Aaron, if you want to go right now, like I, they tweeted that out or I tweeted that out. Um, uh, and um, But it's FoxSports.com, and I've written a column about what it's going to be like for Dan Quinn to be the head coach in this game. What I, what I kind of sense is that our listeners are kind of excited to see how this thing goes with Dan Quinn. now. If Dan Quinn, if they win this game, are you going to give it the credit to McCarthy for keeping the team together, even though he has COVID? Or are you going to say, wow, this team functioned better with Dan Quinn on the sideline? I think I know what you're going to say. But I always love hearing from you guys. 254-662-1660 is the CNC Collision Center uh, line. You can text us there, or you can call us. You know, the rest of the show today, if you want to talk... I used to take tons of calls. I want to get back to that now that I'm back in late afternoon drive. People driving home. I want to hear from you again. It's two five four six six two sixteen sixty. And uh, Aaron's a good. Aaron's a guy who you'll talk to, and he's a fun guy to talk to. He's very nice. You know, don't be nervous or anything. Aaron will talk to you, and he'll give you a chance before he throws you right on the air. But I'm just kind of, uh, Aaron. I got to ask you. Are you looking forward to the day, like seeing how the the team functions with Dan Quinn, and do you sense that it could be different than it functions with Mike McCarthy, or do you not anticipate much of a difference?
2: Um, I think they're different coaches. I think Dan Quinn's probably a more of a rah rah guy, and I, I usually mean that <laughs> in not a good way, but with him, I mean in a good way because. The times I've seen McCarthy try to be, you know, a motivational guy it came off as kind of corny, whereas with Dan Quinn it comes kind of naturally. Um, So I think he's – I think he would be better at trying to get the team excited before the game. Not that they need special motivation, but if you do, I think Dan Quinn would be better than that.
1: Can he call a defense, though, and keep this thing going? And Aaron, in order to honor him – will you show up tomorrow with your cap turned around backwards? I recommend everybody show up for work tomorrow. I'm going to do, I'm going to do the show tomorrow with my cap turned around backwards to kind of honor Dan Quinn and, and get folks excited. Again, if you want to weigh in on this, and, and by the way, would you prefer Kellen uh, Moore be the interim coach? You can text us, 254-662-1660. Sean Hunt, my good friend from UBO, will tell you, If you text us, we will read it on the air. Okay? So, you know, attach a name to it, too. I like to give your names when we do this. Uh, This is uh, really exciting times, and the Cowboys getting ready to roll. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll continue. We'll hear from you, and we'll continue to talk some Cowboys. That is next.
5: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears.
9: Hi, everybody. It's Henry Jack of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our Baylor Coaches Show tonight, live from Rudy's, plus Baylor Women's Basketball and Volleyball News. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
11: In Texas, there's pea sized hail and baseball-size hail.
5: Join us tonight for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, from 7 to 8 p.m.
9: Join us tonight, 7 to 8 p.m., live from Rudy's, for our Baylor Coaches Show, and hear from Baylor's athletic director, Mac Rose. That's tonight, beginning at 7 from Rudy's.
5: That's tonight at our new time for the Baylor Coaches Show, beginning at 7 p.m., here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris.
9: And welcome back. That is tonight for our Baylor Coaches Show. Come join us seven to eight PM live from Rudy's and hear from Baylor's director of athletics, Mac Rhodes. The broadcast also right here on ESPN Central Texas, beginning tonight at seven. Last night in the Farrell Center, Baylor women's basketball, number five in the nation, had a dominating win over Moorhead State, 73 28 the final score. Double doubles for Nelissa Smith and Queen Egbo, and five players in double figure scoring. Next up for the Baylor women, part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge, Saturday at 7 in the Farrell Center versus Missouri. Prior to that, Baylor Volleyball hosting NCAA tournament play in the Farrell Center Thursday and Friday. Baylor, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, Northern Colorado, and Washington State headed to Waco. Here's Baylor Volleyball coach Ryan McGuire.
13: Yeah, well, when you look at all the teams, you got to realize they're, they've earned their right to get here. And uh, winners win. So, Corpus Christi, winners of Southland Conference, uh, they got some really young athletes so that are playing well. So, uh, hopefully we can get after them, and, and they're not too too experienced for postseason. And then uh, Northern Colorado, always good on defense. And then uh, the Greenies have done a great job at Washington State. Uh, that is definitely going to be a, a tough match for us. Uh, their program works really, really hard. They're physical. Uh, they have some good wins coming out of the Pac-12. So uh, size-wise, you know, that would be a team that matches up with us pretty good. And uh, we need to just out-volleyball them if, if that's who we end up facing.
9: Ryan McGuire and Baylor volleyball host the NCAA tournament play in the Farrell Center Thursday and Friday. The first match for Baylor Thursday evening at seven versus A&M Corpus Christi, and that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
5: Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas.
0: Waco cool Tacos in Downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month, the Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco cool Tacos in Downtown Waco. Yes.
4: Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash ProvidenceTXSportsMed.
6: Black Friday, it gets all the attention, but what about Truck Friday? Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and we say enough is enough. Cologne for Christmas? What, do you wanna smell nice when you hit a deer? I'll take a grill guard for 100 bucks off instead. If your wife is thinking about getting you some slippers for Christmas because your feet look cute with bunny ears, you better put the brakes on that and send her to Pickup Outfitters. We got a truckload of specials for Truck Friday. Free installation on all bed covers purchased at Pickup Outfitters. Hard folding bed covers as low as 8 dollars $300 off Ranch Hand front bumpers. $150 off Ranch Hand rear bumpers. $100 off any Ranch Hand or Frontier Grill Guard. $50 off any toolbox, $100 off RKI heavy duty toolboxes. A complete list of specials is in our showroom. Truck Friday is eight days only from Friday, November 26th through Saturday, December 4th. Pick up Outfitters 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco on the web at slash Truck Friday.
5: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
8: I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group. Highway 6 and Imperial, come by and see what makes them different. The NFL reduced the suspension of Dallas Cowboys defensive tackle Tristan Hill to one game after hearing the appeal yesterday. He'll miss the game against the Saints. Jerry Jones said on his radio show that Demarcus Lawrence will be in the lineup for the Cowboys tomorrow night versus the Saints. In the latest college football playoff poll, Georgia stays number one, followed by Michigan, Alabama at three, Cincinnati at four, Oklahoma State is in at five, and Baylor at nine. Sonny Cumbie will coach the Red Red in the upcoming bowl game, despite being named the new head coach at La Tech, Baylor women's basketball blew past Moorhead State last night, 73 to 28 in the Farrell Center. Number one Duke goes down last night to unranked Ohio State, 71 to 66. Baylor coaches show tonight from Rudy's with John Morris on ESPN Central Texas, starting at seven o'clock. Sports Center,
5: every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: show in ESPN Central Texas Aaron and I just left the uh, studio and I uh, I found uh, uh I found some semi sweet morsels towhouse House Nestle real chocolate morsels there's been some baking going on around here and I just kind of tore into those I don't know if they're supposed to be used for something else but yeah not a good way you know Aaron i I kind of been doing that intermittent kind of fasting. Um, which I don't usually bring up on here, but uh, it's not good. I don't think it really is helpful at all to go like 17 hours without eating, but then when you break your fast, you do it with a huge handfuls of chocolate chips. But that is what today I'm choosing to do. All right? I'm sorry. It's the holidays. It's the holiday season. Aaron, do you have the holiday spirit? I mean, should we start playing Christmas music uh, on our returns. Do you think people are ready for that?
2: I I love Christmas. I've got my tree up for the first time in my adult life. I bought a tree and put it up. Nice. Um, but I cannot stand Christmas music. Oh, it's the no. same 10 songs sung oh, over and over humbug. again by different artists. Either that or it's the original songs and they're all terrible. I just I, I can't stand Christmas music. I just can't.
1: You know, if they thought they could make a little more money, uh, Aaron, th- this thing, this format would get flipped an hour, you know, like right now. <laughs> We'd be both off the air and you'd be having to listen to some Christmas tunes, but we care about sports and fortunately we are the Baylor flagship. We have all sorts of Baylor sports on and a lot of great stuff coming up. In fact, the, uh, the uh, coaches show. And uh, coach's show usually features Dave Aranda. You would think this would be a big week for it, and it is. Um, but Dave, Dave's held up. We cannot, we cannot disturb Dave right now. He's getting ready to lead the Bears into action uh, in a uh, in a huge Big Twelve title game. So Mac Rhodes will step in, and uh, I'm trying to sound like John would say it. Mac Rhodes. John puts an emphasis on on things like that. Um And then Mack Mac will do a great job, and that'll be tonight at Rudy's Barbecue. And uh, they had been starting that lately at about 7 o'clock, I've noticed, the coaches show. So, anyway, that'll be good. Mack will step in. Lots to talk about, obviously. You had the uh, – and, and one thing I haven't brought up, and, and, Aaron, feel free, you just give me the – you tell me when I need to put the brakes on because I get going like this. But um I – the college football playoff committee people, you know, like they're thinking about expanding this, and they always hole up in the Metroplex and they get nothing done. And today I'm seeing all these quotes. I'm going to see the latest thing. Uh, I haven't looked, but I was just seeing a bunch of nothing earlier. They're like they they basically always meet and they always agree to meet again. And the thought is, if they don't get this thing done, way Oh, what well, a little more news, breaking news, Aaron, to share with you. The, the headline, as of a few minutes ago, on ESPN.com, Major League Baseball lockout imminent. Talks end after seven minutes. Way to go, guys. Productive are, Yeah, <laughs> great talks. <laughs> That's like longer than, than um, Brian Kelly talked to his team. It's longer than Lincoln Riley spoke to his team. By the way, I never really get mad. I might get mad at them for some things, but, like, does the team really want them to hang in there for, like, 20, 30 minutes of talking to them about leaving? The team wants them to say bye and get the heck out. I mean, do you really want your your coach who's leaving to just sit in there? Now, maybe you want a chance to holler at him or something, but I, I I always think it's funny when people are like, he only spoke to them for two minutes. Well, I mean, what do you want? What do you want? You you know, Notre Dame players wanted Brian Kelly to stay with them for, like, an hour? Coach, I just wanted you to spend some more time with us before you leave. That's not how it's done. I mean, these guys are – these guys just get in and they get out. Now, uh, per sources, this is Cowboys related. Cowboys playing the Saints tomorrow night. Uh, Taysom Hill to start at quarterback for Saints. We already knew it was headed that way. He'd been taking most of the first-team snaps. But now uh, a source is reporting, according to ESPN, Taysom Hill to start at quarterback for the Saints versus Dallas. Now, what does this mean? I don't know. Could be good. Could be bad. I mean, you don't you haven't seen him start a lot of games. They won against Tampa Bay, I think it was, uh, 24-9 last time he started, which was last season sometime, the 2020 season. So we shall see. If that's a uh, that becomes a big deal, Aaron, go to the our text line. We had a couple of fun uh, folks texted in. Who was it? Apparently on our text lines two five four six six two sixteen sixty. If you want to interact with us, this is a very interactive show. Somebody wanted to take me up, Aaron. I, apparently on my on the Mosley show, <laughs> the Matt Mosley show train trip. Is that correct, somebody from Waco?
2: Yeah, Tim in Waco said uh-huh. sign him up for the train uh-huh. trip with Mosley. So, obviously, a little day drinking going on there. But,
1: Aaron, I don't appreciate that. I think Tim <laughs> is very sober as we speak. And, Tim, uh, what? where will we catch it? Aaron, should we go out to that uh, McGregor? I now, believe- are you saying you have to book it or it will just go right on past you? I if bl- you haven't let folks know, the train just goes right on through that depot?
2: I believe so, yes.
1: Okay. Golly, I cannot wait. Uh, Aaron, find out the ad- the ad- address for that train stop. I, I next time um, I'm at McGregor Way, I'm gonna go. I love going out to McGregor. I used to go out there to see my buddy Jim Turner. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run out there and and just kind of uh, say hello to everybody at that train stop. I really want to see what that looks like. I wonder if like Stephen Simcox has ever been on that train. He grew up in McGregor. You think he knows where that train is I bet he does he's heard that train absolutely yeah his whole life um, and his parents are always doing interesting things like flying out of uh, the uh, where like the military airport is you know they'll be there it's like Aaron where where'd your parents fly out he's like Colleen like what you know I, I feel like most people either go out of the Waco airport or the uh, or or DFW they'll come to Dallas Fort Worth but uh, Aaron when the when the Simcox is travel, they just go right out there to clean. I guess get on like a chopper or something. Okay, um, the other thing I was going to bring – oh, what was the other one? There was another text that came in, Aaron. Uh, somebody had a thought.
2: Yeah, um, Dave uh, said he thinks Quinn will actually well, – well, I don't want to miss. He said he thinks Quinn will kick a field goal on fourth down when it's points that matter. And that's uh, a reference to, obviously, McCarthy's penchant for going for it and using analytics –
1: can you imagine poor McCarthy? The The rules are that you cannot be in touch via Zoom once the game begins. Like, I don't think he can even talk to them at half. Uh, I'd like to know where McCarthy watches this from. You think he goes to a sports bar? <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious if you went to, like, Buffalo Wild Wings or Walk Ons or something? Hey, you—you you, you looked over there, and Mike McCarthy was posted up at the bar. He's got COVID, so he can't be going to a public place, so he's not going to watch it at the bar. I like the thought of that, though. Um, what do you? I guess he just has—I'm sure he has a nice setup at home, but he said he had moved to a hotel. God, how sad is that to imagine him barricaded in that hotel room, you know, watching—watching watching his Cowboys play all alone. That's a tough thing, Mike McCarthy. All right, um, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and it is now time for something we call the dismount. It's next. Clayton Construction
8: supports the administration, faculty, staff, and student body of Crawford Independent School District. They encourage fans to support the Crawford student-athletes by attending the games and being vocal supporters of the Pirates and Lady Pirates. Next time you're considering a new metal building, a Barn Dominium septic tank installation, or concrete rock or dirt work, contact Clayton Construction for a free estimate. 254-420-8485. Good luck, Crawford Pirates in the state UIL football Playoffs
9: The Mart Panther Club proudly supports all Mart High School students in all sports by raising money to ensure that student athletes have the equipment and the tools needed to compete at the highest
0: East Oak Street and the staff has over 100 years of experience. Auto Check, Collision and Repair is an ICar Gold Class Certified Facility. What's that mean to you? Well, it means that everybody working on your vehicle has the most up-to-date training available. And don't forget about Classic Towing for all your towing needs. It's Auto Check, Collision and Repair and Classic Towing of West. Give them a call at 254-826-3762.
5: Stay close. The dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up.
4: Caterpillar Waco is now hiring. Join our team and move the parts and products that build a better tomorrow. Warehouse positions available with no prior experience required. We will train. Caterpillar Waco offers competitive pay, benefits as soon as you start, and opportunities to grow. It's more than a job. It's the work that matters. To apply, visit Caterpillar.com slash Waco. That's Caterpillar.com
5: slash Waco. Get your career started today. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show.
1: Aaron, you know, during uh well I love the dismount. Sadly it's when we have to say goodnight, but um uh, We always have some fun as we're headed out. During these crazy coaching search stories, and now OU's looking for a coach, and I had some buddies from OU saying that Matt Rule, they were excited about uh, some talk about Matt Rule. But Bruce Feldman from The Athletic, who's been on with us recently, shot that one down, and so they seem to be back to the drawing board. But sometimes you discover new people on Twitter, now I've already known about this guy, but there's there's a there's kind of like a a Sooner insider slash comedian. He's a videographer and staff writer for something called at Sooner Scoop of the Rivals Network. Now this guy is really different than than uh, our buddy Lonquist. You know, Longquist is a very serious journalist type. This guy's name is Eddie Radosovich. And, Aaron, you should follow him on Twitter. Like, he, he just always has some really funny stuff. It's at Eddie underscore Rado. Okay? At Eddie underscore R-A-D-O. If you're a Sooners fan or you just want to follow all this search, he's not your greatest guy for, like, actual scoops. But he's very funny. And he's just always, like, um, he's a weird cat. But he's always doing crazy videos taking pictures of himself out with binoculars and trees and stuff. <laughs> for some reason, this guy really makes me laugh. Eric, can we get – will you try to get Eddie Radosevich on for us? I don't know, I, he's not following me, which is very uh, hurtful to me. I feel like anybody that's uh, connected to the Big 12 should be following me on Twitter. Um, it sounds kind of conceited, um, and maybe it is, but I do feel that is the case. Eddie Radosovich not following me, Aaron. Do you think that's a do you think Eddie should be following me?
2: Absolutely. I've got his yeah. number, so we can talk to him.
1: You got an Eddie Radosovich number? I do. Let's get him tomorrow. I want you to book Eddie Radosovich, tell him that Matt Mosley wants him. We'll do him at 420. And uh, and then ask him why he's not following me on Twitter. <laughs> no, let's not do that. This guy's a character. What's funny is I bet he's, like, really funny on Twitter. It will get him on. He'll be, like, real serious. You're like, well, here's here's what I'm hearing, Mosley, on the search. You know what I mean? He may just be one of those guys real funny in print. But this guy is a character. Eddie Radosovich. I like this guy. Okay, Aaron, the other news uh, you were going to share with us, and, and we didn't have enough time in the uh, Campus Confidential.
2: Yeah, I only got a few seconds left here, but Louisiana Tech has hired Texas Tech offensive coordinator, Sonny Cumbie, as their next football coach. Uh, Cumbie has been Tech's offensive coordinator. He was the interim head coach after Matt Wells was fired, and he will become the new head coach at Louisiana Tech. Um, Cumbie replaces Skip Holtz, who was 64-50 and there. So, another coaching hire done.
1: Sonny Cumbie. They had another Sonny before. The Sonny Dykes used to be there. Aaron, if I wanted to just keep talking right now, what would you do? Would you cut me off? Is that like Absolutely. how excited you are about the Big 12 Blitz? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we have to play the Big 12 Blitz every day? Can I? I mean, what if I just have a lot more than I want to say? All right. Aaron says we got to do this. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Back tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily
5: look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears,
9: John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, as we continue to look forward to the Dr. Pepper Big 12 football championship game this Saturday in Arlington, matching Baylor and Oklahoma State, we'll hear from the Cowboys color analyst John Holcomb. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz.
5: Want the latest in Nike Baylor gear? It's available at the Baylor bookstore on 5th Street in the heart of the Baylor campus or online at BaylorShop.com.
9: Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto Family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost, with much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Now let's see what's making
5: news in the Big 12 Conference. Here again is the voice of the
9: Bears. And welcome back. Visited earlier today on the radio show with John Holcomb, the longtime color analyst for the Oklahoma State Cowboy Radio Network. One of the things we agree on is both teams have changed, Baylor and Oklahoma State, since their meeting in Stillwater October 2nd. You,
10: Oklahoma State was still finding out who they really are because you come through the non-conference schedule 3-0, and but barely 3-0. and I mean, a, a ton of close games that were decided by less than a touchdown. And then you're just trying to find a way to beat Kansas State the game before Baylor. And, and you do that, and you do it, and now you realize, hey, this defense is it's pretty good, but you still yeah. don't know really who, who, you, who you are. Jalen Warren had established himself. And I remember from that, the defense being good enough to overcome three interceptions by Spencer Sanders. And maybe one of them wasn't his fault necessarily, but it's still an interception. And the thing that I think uh, some people around here may forget is that this was a three-point game between Baylor and OSU early in the fourth quarter after the Bears scored. And even though you felt like you were somewhat in control of the game, there have been it was just another example of how this defense has been able to make you feel that way, even when you make one mistake it's good enough to make you pain and all of a sudden you're behind. So there are not a whole lot of people, even though you're coming off the emotional high of beating Oklahoma, there are not a whole lot of people who just believe that this is going to be a cakewalk. I think it's just the opposite. I think they look at it and go, wow. We're going to have to play really well to win on Saturday.